0: But sinner, happiness t- oh, the Sea Barnacle Show with Switzerland Monroe and um, Ripley with an eye. Did you forget your name?
1: <laughs> Look at your message. Well, messing Teddy's up. not here, so I got to do my own stuff again. Like, it's just been MIA this entire time. You got a
0: whole setup. we got some devices in this bitch. Are you recording yourself?
1: No, this is just my phone holder that holds the phone.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: and then i can click on the article like that
0: it's about a phone holder that holds my phone Milo. that's <laughs> exactly what it does it's my peasant renaissance fair coming up <laughs> oh man so before we get started what's the sponsor for this week
1: so today's sponsor is gonna be leaf erickson scandinavian recycling company Wait, did you say Scandinavian Bicycling
0: Company? Yeah,
1: Scandinavian Recycling Company. Oh,
0: recycling. God damn it. I keep thinking you're saying bicycle. <laughs> you said upcycle. I was like, bicycle.
1: Bicycle. Yeah, so that's all it says, though. It's just, that's it. Wow. Leaf Erickson Scandinavian Recycling Company, period. Like
0: Leaf, is that the person's name? Was it spelled like the name Leaf? Like Leaf. Oh, it's not a name. So it's like the, like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i got it i got it <laughs> that's a good one that's a good that's a good sponsor right there how was your weekend or uh, week or wherever the fuck we are
1: it was all right my fantasy team took a blow last week but uh, i'm feeling better because of kareem hunt but other than that i just been working a lot yeah that's what's up
0: that's what's up uh i've been cooking a lot yeah yeah uh just sometimes i just mess around just to see what I can do. It's like dropping yourself off in the middle of the desert and being like, can I make it home with all my skills? It's kind of like that. It's like a, like a drill, if you will. So I'll take things that I don't ordinarily cook with yep. and see if I can soup it up and do something with it. Uh, so I made this fazey ass ramen. Fazy. What does that mean? It's like fancy yet lazy. Fazy fancy like okay yeah you know it's one of my fazy ass recipes hey i could make that a whole little segment right yeah <laughs> people want to hear about my fazy ass recipes i'm actually a really good cook it's more more fancy than lazy but it's in there so in in this one i made um i took i had some scallops and shit in the, in the freezer and uh i thawed them out and everything and I took some regular ramen that you get, like the noodles, the dry pack. And then I had some water and I had some flavor. And I mixed some uh, chicken bouillon with the, with the flavor that came uh, with the noodles. Had that, boiled it up. And then I got some some green beans and some cilantro and some mushrooms and the scallops. And I kind of like sauteed them a little bit. And then threw them in there to boil with the noodles and then squeeze some lime in it. Yeah. Put my own blend of special Switzerland magic spices in there. And then uh, brought it out. And, and then I think the Coupe de Ville, if you will, was I took a boiled egg, cut yeah. it in half and stuck it in there. When I tell you that was magical, magically delicious. No lucky charms involved. No, no lucky charms involved. That's no. awesome. it was good so that's what i mean it's fancy yet lazy
1: so it's that's that's pretty good i'm gonna have to try that now i need to go back
0: get some ramen it's been a while it's been a long time so i've really just sat there but i was like yeah i don't feel like getting up and going anywhere one of quicks
1: i haven't i haven't made those packets of ramen in 12 15 years maybe i think after school i just said i can't no more. Please, <laughs> dear God, no more. Well,
0: shit, I was trying to have shit in stock in case like a hurricane or any of that shit. So, bam, you end up having those like meals that you save for later. That's and true. That's how I got there. So, I mean, I'm not a fancy restaurant or nothing like that. But, I mean, I get the job done in the kitchen. I mean, I I could have my own restaurant, not to play my own piano or if you will. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a perfect segue. So it's actually Latin Restaurant Week.
0: Oh, shit. Is that so? Damn. Huh.
1: And so, I mean, you could put your money where your mouth is. Let's make some Latin food.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I do make a mean paella. Um, let's see. Latin Restaurant Week returns for a second year with an expanded roster of participants. Ooh. So Hispanic Heritage Month is going to coincide with that, September 15th. Through october 15th so it must be hispanic heritage fiscal month then um see latin restaurant week runs from september 20th to october 4th and they'll have a whole bunch of different restaurants that are gonna get up into it. It'll be like featured up-and-coming latin culinary talent um different Organizers are still accepting additional participants, but you'll have places uh, like the Mason Pucha Bistro, which is a fresh restaurant in the Heights with Ecuadorian touches. Damn, French and Ecuadorian simultaneously? Then you got Chick House, uh, the fast, casual Peruvian chicken restaurant. Wow. And Sweets by... Bellin, the South American pastry shop in Southwest Houston. And La Calle Tacos, downtown's Mexico City-inspired taqueria. I have been to La Calle Tacos. i fuck with them.
1: That, that's awesome.
0: So the price points of this, they range from 10 to 50 bucks, So lots of people can get it. So you can go to Are- Arepa Express in spring, and you can get a choice of three empanadas and arepa and a drink, and that would be a $12 breakfast there.
1: That's awesome. That, no, I have something relatable to this. Last week, we talked about La Cocina de Roberto. Yep. Well, my friends over there, they are opening a second location. I mean, I'm very happy for them. They also do Central American cuisine as well as Mexican food. They're, wow. And they're gonna new location is going to be on 45 right after Woodlands Parkway.
0: Huh. Wow. Well, congrats to you guys for expanding to a second location. And I hope that all of these restaurants and uh, Latin Restaurant Week have a whole bunch of business. Um, I'm hoping for people to turn out to these things because we kind of have a problem. They've been doing surveys and talking with a lot of the people in Houston. And they're afraid that about half the restaurants that we have will not exist in the next six months.
1: Yes, according to the Chronicle, they're saying that about 77% of restaurant operators do not believe that sales will return to pre-COVID numbers. Texas has lost nearly $4.2 billion. Sweet fuck, are you serious? According to the TRA, they're going to try to do a Texas Restaurant Association relief fund, but that's going to be limited to $2.5 million.
0: Damn,
1: that's not that's
0: not going to cover it at all,
1: dude. And it's only going to go out to about 500 restaurants and there's
0: thousands, so many restaurants, thousands
1: dude. of restaurants and that's that's really sad. You know, my my beloved store that I used to work at uh up in Spring, it closed down. We were a great coffee shop. I I loved it there, but it's just the profit margins weren't there cuz of COVID and we just
0: had to close down. That's so unfortunate that that had to happen to a lot of businesses. And that some are struggling. Um, we're trying to get the word out. I mean, maybe we can do like that one uh, girl did for her dad's taco stand in yeah. Humble. Yeah. Maybe we think about something like that. But, um, yes. we'll.
1: So, if, if anyone out there has a restaurant that they want to shout out, just Swissman Monroe at gmail.com.
0: That's right. We'll give you a shout out there. We'll put you. Your your business on our page On our Instagram So people can know to come there and get there So, so let us know So let's move on
1: Ron Johnston here For Cloggers We're going to talk to you today about our new Alkaline dipping sauce First we take one Amazingly selected beautiful Breaded wing Dip it in our alkaline sauce And then serve it to you on a gold
0: platter because it'll be your last meal cloggers caustic wings for your fiery asshole (laughs) we're back and it's time to talk some sports baby yes sir so for those of you who are excited about college basketball i am not included in that bunch of you i could give two shits three four five shits give any foxes but this is important to people November 25th will be the return to college basketball. So get ready to set your brackets in the future and get your mind thinking about what you're going to do. It's going to be exciting to coincide with the 25% of people being able to go to some of these events. Hopefully that'll keep growing. I I like having people at the events. It's still kind of weird with it being less than the optimal amount of people, but it's better than nothing.
1: Yeah, the the simulated fans are, it's so weird because I was watching the game the other day and it's just like the crowd didn't react to like how it's supposed to. And it's just weird. I would have been excited the Browns didn't play like slaps. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're both terrible teams. So, yeah. It was a good football game because of that. <laughs> it
0: was a good football game between two terrible teams. It's usually how it goes. So that's that going on, college. um, NBA, unfortunately, the Rockets were eliminated by the Lakers. We're not going to go into too many details on that about whether or not we think who should be the blame on this. Um, Do we think it's Harden? Do we think it's Westbrook? Do we think it's Tony? Who's going to be leaving anyway? Um, do some people say there's a piece missing? Harden says there's one piece missing. There's so many things that that could be asked about it.
1: I don't know. What do you think? I I like, I like Westbrook. I like Harden, PJ Tucker, Covington. They just need a five. That's it.
0: <laughs> but not too big of a center, because then you don't want to be in the way, and like Clint Capella was. Boom. Giannis. But also, Clint Capella was also kind of
1: <laughs> soft. It, he. Was good because they just lobbed him the ball all the time. Like, yes,
0: Yeah. They just kept
1: <laughs> lobbing it to him. And because he had gigantic arms, he just caught it. And I, I missed the old, like the young Capella, but after he signed his deal, he just was like, nah, I'm good.
0: And <laughs> now he plays for Atlanta.
1: And now he plays for Atlanta. Well, I
0: mean, Trey Young's
1: cool, but it's still Atlanta.
0: (laughs) So now we got four teams left in the NBA. We got, surprisingly, the Nuggets came back to beat the cursed Clippers because I think they're the cursed team, the most cursed team ever. Totally. Um, There's no reason besides, like, they just seem like everybody goes cold. It's like whenever you have the Clippers get to that moment, no matter what, it goes to a game seven, and then it gets, they just start, miraculously missing every shot or going cold. Like, don't get me wrong, Paul George chokes anyway, but it's just something was crazy. Everybody on the team, it just looked horrible.
1: Well, yeah, well, LeBron James probably backed up the Brinks truck and <laughs> to, to the Clippers It was like, hey, uh, uh, just lose, please. <laughs> I need this one, man. I need this one. I need it to be the greatest Laker of all time, but he'll never be better than, like, Literally, like fifty Lakers will you know? Even if LeBron yeah, won every, there's game. there's so many Lakers
0: ahead of him, like
1: Kobe and jo- Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I mean, the list he, goes. He's gonna on be one of those on. people when
0: they talk about all of like names, they but yeah. like LeBron Day. Oh yeah, he played for them too that one time. Yeah, yeah, eh, you know.
1: I, yeah, I think the Lakers back in the day were definitely more popular than they are now, but they're you can see that they're. Super desperate when they signed AD and LeBron and got rid of like all of the players they drafted and yeah they just
0: I think it worked out. So really. do the Nuggets have a chance?
1: Oh yeah, totally. Because I mean they're kind of like the opposite of the Rockets where they got a bunch of like tall dudes
0: and then they can all shoot and they don't. And they see can it. shoot apparently. and they do good under pressure.
1: Apparently, I mean they got the they got the Joker so.
0: Joker and got Jabal Murray that motherfucker was like just get it he was being mean to them he was just making them his bitch like it was crazy yeah so uh yeah they have a chance and then on the east we got the heat and Celtics right now the heat are up too
1: yeah it's the heat's gone to the chip (laughs)
0: because they have no they they have all the anger and toughness and soullessness to make it happen
1: so hey, yeah, they got some good plays from their rookies. Uh, I forgot his name, but he's pretty good. And I, Jimmy Butler's just on a hate hate <laughs> rampage because <laughs> everyone was saying, "Oh, he sucked" because he didn't go to the Rockets, and now he's like, "Nah, I brought the heat into relevancy."
0: <laughs> I think that, and I think they've only lost lost one game this entire playoff. Like, yeah. playoffs. That's crazy. I think they have a chance. I'm. I'm just not looking I I could see the Celtics coming back, but also I feel like that team is younger. So they don't have the experience or the wherewithal to come back like that. I'm sure they'll make it and also they don't have the uh the 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 home court advantage. Yeah. Normally this would be, oh, we go back to Boston and then those shitty ass fans would be like booing and being all crazy and yeah. cheering and all of that. But you don't have that this time, so it's like you're gonna get your ass beat kind of at home. No, yeah. Why? <laughs> why the Miami's kind of at home? So it's like all right.
1: Man, that'd be that'd be terrible if they got like just blank 4-0
0: <laughs> at home. That be- uh that would be hilarious though. So what I, I wouldn't I definitely don't want to see no damn Lakers Celtics. I know it's the classic rivalry. People some people do not want to see that. But I say fuck that. That that's no. That's too. To yeah. me, that's just too much. Because like, oh look, it's LeBron's second year. He's a Laker, and his first time making this in the championship as a Lakers to play the, the fucking a- Celtics. Yeah, just, but
1: I think I think anybody with half a brand was gonna put an asterisk next to this championship.
0: But no, it'll be okay because it'll be LeBron. So they'll be like, eh. no,
1: I will never like. Even if the Rockets had won this championship, I wouldn't have counted it. Oh, but it's the Rockets. (laughs) No. He's like, nope, nope. It's too, it's not because of COVID, it's because we didn't play a legit season, so screw it. Like, anything that happened this year is just pointless in my opinion. And it's gonna, and it's gonna be different for football because as long as their season doesn't get too messed up, I think that's gonna be more legit other than, like, Let's play half the season and then stop and then pick up randomly. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah, kind. Of, yeah. It's not that it's it's a bad thing. It's just like, hey, this wasn't like a legit season. Yeah. I guess you could say that for football because there's no preseason. But I hated preseason anyway, so it doesn't
0: it doesn't really <laughs> affect me. Why'd you hate preseason so much, man?
1: Because you don't, like there's only one. Good preseason game, and that's number four because it's all the backups to, like trying to <laughs> desperately stay on the team, and that's the only good game, in my opinion.
0: Yeah,
1: I can see that. Yeah, most
0: people like the third. Used to like the
1: third game, and that's they the also charge the, the same price for preseason games. That shit pisses me <laughs> off.
0: I'm not gonna lie to
1: you. It's, it's not like,
0: even a real. This game doesn't count towards anything. It's like
1: I've always wanted to go to one, but it's like no. I'm, I want to pay like twenty bucks. Cause you know you're gonna pay like another fifty for like one beer and one hot dog. <laughs> so it's like, yes. just just lower the ticket price for preseason games, and I would have been excited. But now it looks like they're just gonna eliminate it entirely.
0: That's why I missed. That's what I missed about going to the uh, the Skeeters game. Oh uh, yeah, I said the Sugarland Skeeters, the Constellation Field. You go there, the tickets were nice, the prices were nice. You feel like you were right there. Yeah, you can see things. They would have the food was reasonably priced. You yeah. didn't feel like you were paying an arm and the ass to get everything. It was it was great. I missed that. It would be hot as fuck out there. You'd yeah. be sweating balls and mosquitoes to be drinking your blood while you was watching the game. But hey, damned if you didn't have a good time. Then you could bring the whole fucking family and maybe sign up for one of those silver leaf resort cruises thing. Or yeah. is it like night things that get you like a free ticket to go somewhere yeah. with a whole bunch of catches? Be a whole fucking fun, good time. Like, I miss that stuff. But, oh, speaking of baseball, the Astros are uh, number two in their division and by default are in the playoffs. But they are being super-duper fucking mediocre right now. They've been losing a lot of games so they've only won, like, a game or two in, like, the last, like, 10 or 11 Lou, yeah. but luckily for them, they're gonna end the season playing the Mariners, uh, or the Diamondbacks, the Mariners and the Rangers. Yeah. So that that's a chance to get a little bit better and and uh maybe get healthier. And there's only ten fucking games left, but hey, it's it it's almost over. Yay.
1: I mean, I didn't I haven't really cared about the Astros since they like got blanked by the White Sox <laughs> All the, like when that happened, I was just like Come on, not one game. Like You didn't win one. That was a long time ago, dude. I was in fucking one, high school. When that I game. was in middle school when that happened. One game. One, come on, one game against the White have Sox. You could
0: that you didn't forgive them after they came. No,
1: no, I can't. That's un, That's like unforgivable because it's baseball. You at least have to win one of the seven games. <laughs> <laughs> for, but they did like, it, it's like, when. The Houston, when they played the Chiefs that one time, and they went like zero and (laughs) thirty, like I was like, "Are you kidding?" I was done with the Texans from then, and (laughs) the only reason why I like them now is because Watson's cool. But other than that, I wouldn't care.
0: So what? So as far as NFL right now, who do you have this week? Like, what's your game of the week? You think?
1: I think the Texans Ravens game is going to be interesting because we're going to, we're going to see once and for all, are the Texans actually like super terrible? Because if they lose to the Ravens again, like they did last year where Watson only got three fantasy points (laughs) that happens again, then it's like, come on, like, (laughs) come on, something's got to change, but. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be a good game because if you like the Ravens, uh, they're probably going to score a ton of fantasy points.
0: Hmm. I'm looking forward kind of to this uh, this Patriots-Seahawks game.
1: Yeah, that was going to be my number two because Cam Newton and Russell
0: Wilson. And- yeah, and a new system for, for Cam. And you see how he looked good last week running in and diving and yeah. big boy in his way and bullying so we'll see how that goes against uh russell russell can do the same thing but he's not as big but he got that baseball arm throw so we'll see how that goes i mean their defenses are aren't where they should be but i think seattle's defense is better i mean they'll probably hype it up as like a super bowl rematch but i'm like the teams aren't even the same shut up so check look out for that um if I was to do fantasy, I definitely in a situation will pick either one of those. Yeah, it could be a shootout, or I would either go maybe Matt Ryan or Dak Prescott. That could be a that might be a shootout yeah. that Falcons Dallas game, and then it'll probably come down to the wire in the end and some weird fucking penalty will happen, and then Dallas will lose. So hey, it'll yeah. be fun to sit through that too. Probably not. So I look forward to those two games. You can use that to maybe. Help you with your draft. So when you're, you're doing, you're, you're drafting and playing fantasy football, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, who do you think is a sleeper this week? Well,
1: I'd say Scotty Miller for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. Who's their slot receiver. And if you know anything about Tom Brady, he only cares
0: about slot receivers. Damn. I mean, I wish I could give you my uh sleeper, but... He already played, and he is the tight end for the Cleveland Browns. You see how many touchdowns, yeah. points, and things? Because I had him on my DraftKings yesterday, and I believe he got me about twenty-four points, and that's exactly what I need to try to keep it moving. I mean, I don't have the, I don't have the best record right now playing this, but I've won a, I've won a few dollars playing. Oh no. He ended up on injured reserve. He got me about fourteen points. Wow, that's, that's so sad. sad. <laughs> yeah, that's sad.
1: I feel bad for uh, CJ Uzoma. Yep,
0: yep. He was doing he was doing so well for me, and I wonder he didn't get any more points. I didn't really pay attention to my my team last night, but he was doing good at first. Who oh, no. knows? Yeah, well, I had
1: Kareem Hunt on my team, and he is apparently the backup, but he's getting all the points compared to Chubb, so thanks
0: keep doing that
1: Browns. appreciate you
0: <laughs> that's not gonna last. you can see no I wouldn't put my money on this last thing. I would like to I would love I would love to put my faith in the Browns this season, but every time I've done it, they've left me feeling very angry and very shitty, and I shan't have that again i
1: I just don't like Baker mayfield not because he's like a bad person or anything off the field I just don't think he's like that guy for them but then again I don't think anyone's ever going to be that guy for the browns I don't <laughs> think it's his fault it's just the browns fault Joe Burrow on the other hand I think he can really has a chance to turn around He looked
0: good he looked good He looked
1: better than than a Mayfield in my opinion like <laughs> rookie second game of his career and he's already on par with like a the first round draft pick from Baker Mayfield's year. So that's a pretty good that's a good pick for the Bengals. And I thought Joe Burrow was just like a product of like a dude who had like a super fucking stacked team. He's got superstars, offensive line, wide receivers, everybody's stacked. No, Joe Burrow is actually really good. Like really good. And I remember watching him play the texas a&m lsu game that ended up setting the record for the longest ncaa game ever and he lost that game and i was like dang that sucks i like a&m but it kind of sucked for burrow because that probably like Kicked him in his pants and was like, nah, I got to be better. Like, I can't ever have another, like, seven-hour game with Texas A&M. Like, that'll never
0: happen seven again. Seven hours? Jeez, Luke. I don't know if it was that. Was it that long? Uh, I don't think. Still, Maybe. It might still. have. That's still pretty awesome to think of it. It's like a tall tale, it's like Paul Bunyan and his big ass like flabjacks and shit. It's he like played a seven, a seven hour. hour football game by <laughs> himself, by himself, yeah, with nobody else to Joe, throw to.
1: But him, Joe Burrow threw the ball, blocked, and caught the ball at the same time.
0: <laughs> That's why he didn't win. It was because in the end, he just couldn't do it all himself.
1: And then he turns around and then wins it. To- national championship the next year (laughs) and then like totally like decimated everybody. Well, he got, he got a new coordinator and his coordinator from LSU ended up being the new offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Damn. And so Teddy Bridgewater is operating the Joe Burrow offense from LSU. Look how it comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. I think the Panthers are interesting. I like Christian McCaffrey, but I, I don't know that motherfucker's
0: too expensive to draft in DraftKings. He's like ten thousand <laughs> every single time. Ten thousand, dang, that's a lot. I, no,
1: one day, one, one day, day I'll have Ro, Roby Anderson though is a good pickup if you if you need a receiver. oh yeah that did yeah 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 because like he's him. gonna he's gonna get a lot a lot of looks. A lot of targets from Noodle Arm Bridgewater. Ooh. Noodle Arm. Noodle Arm. Well, that's what everyone else calls him. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but I like Bridgewater a lot. He came back from a terrible knee injury. <coughs> yeah, it
0: was pretty terrible, wasn't it? So, I don't want to end on <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that was terrible that Teddy Bridgewater had a knee injury and then next, next, but, next, next segment.
0: segment.
1: Uh, ooh, something we'll brighter. Teddy Bridgewater is healthy and is a starting quarterback <laughs> and now is making like 30 million or something. So now he like can be back. the yeah, he's like the comeback yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Right so I mean you I don't get feel bad. There. He's gonna be the comeback kid. You gotta get there and give him hell. Yeah. So he signed
0: a big deal. There you go.
1: Good note. Next segment. <laughs>
0: So we're going to do another rousing adventure, of, uh, and what we're going to be talking about today is in the category of animation because a good old show, classic show from a man named Norman Lear. I'm sure you've heard of him. He is did a lot of classic TV shows in the eighties and nineties, good times, uh, all in the Family, Maude, all of those, which are spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and, true. Um, he had his whole little crew. So his little TV sitcoms, one of them was Good Times. You sure know it as Dynamite. Dynamite. And, you know, JJ and you know, the, the dad, John Amos. He, uh, those were Esther, Esther Rose. Esther, R.I.P. when yeah. she was Florida. Florida. Damn. My <laughs> name is Florida. <laughs> That's the name of a
1: state. Dynamite.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So he is gonna. For some, I guess He's gonna have a new project. They're gonna do Netflix for some. Of course, Netflix. Netflix has ordered an animated version of Norman Lear's TV sitcom. This is from the tri- the, the Tribune. Project hails from Lear and his Act Three Productions. So Steph Curry is in it in his um, unanimous media and Seth McFarlane and his fuzzy door and Sony Pictures TV. You know who Seth McFarlane is? Family guy. American Day. Uh, what was that short lived show? Border Town. Cleveland, uh, show. Cleveland show. Orville. Random parts of cartoons like Johnny Bravo and shit like that. Steph Curry, you know, him, that guy who plays basketball that shoots all those long, deep-ass threes. <laughs> so they're getting together, and Carl Jones is going to create, showrun, and executive produce. Carl Jones, if you don't know, helped a lot on the show Boondocks. He is the voice of the character Thugnificent, and he also helped with this cartoon we wants to watch on Fuse. It was called... Uh, Sugar and toys. It's like adult, yeah. An, yeah, adult animation. It's like Saturday morning cartoons for adults. So it's gonna be based on that show, Good Times. Yeah, and uh, I don't. That's why it's R today because I thought to myself, why. Why are they making this a fucking cartoon? That's the stupidest shit that you can do. We got enough of that already from the original version of it. We got so many spinoffs from that original show that it came from. Why do we keep taking it into the new era? How can we do it like that? What's the point of that? How are you going to make it modern? That's sad if you're making it modern based on the same show. That means we haven't had any progress since that original time that we had the show. What the fuck's going on? Sorry.
1: Nah, just some other asshole paid for it. And then they're like, hey, you know what? let's go back in time and get something really old that no one really does anymore but people finally remember and then let's bring it back and make money off of it.
0: That's all they do. The people who made the show originally, I'm thinking to myself, are they going to bring those people back for the voices? Because there are a lot of, I mean, I guess, some of them are older now. Some of them have died. So Mm -hmm. it's, How are you going to have the same show? And then are you going to have it like the original version before? Are you going to bring the dad character back? Or do you like it better when I'm out of there? I like him better before he had the car crash that was based over a dispute over money. Yeah. Those are things that they have to think about. Yeah, it's cool that you have all these names attached to it. But is it necessary? And is it going to get the point across without it being stupid? You know?
1: Probably. I mean... Some of the reboots have been good, but most of them have been pretty terrible.
0: That's like being like, oh, let's bring the an animated version of Who's the Boss? Like, nobody asked for that.
1: Or, I mean, the next one will be like King of Queens, and then there'll be Man, like uh And then in like the distant future, they'll have like a live action version of Family Guy or something oh, like that. Oh, God.
0: It's, no. It's just, you motherfuckers need to come, come up with some original ideas. You want to make an animated show? Talk to Switzerland. He knows about animated shows, and he has one that he's gonna gonna be working on in the future. So look out for that. But yes, I tell you what it is, but I don't want you motherfuckers stealing it until it's until it's stretched out and I got everything figured out. So what do you think about it? Uh, it's like, do you think do you think it's gonna be successful? Because I don't. <laughs>
1: Isn't Netflix on, like, a fucking ton of debt or something like that? Or no, or they make money or something? I don't know what they're...
0: Well, I mean, they got a lot of competition right now. We, remember, we made a big deal, and it was like, oh, Disney Plus is coming. What are you going to do? But Disney Plus well, hasn't yeah. really done very much. Well,
1: it's, what, what ended up happening is the reason why we have, like, centralized television and, like, YouTube, which is also a centralized market, is because you end up having a bunch of content that's super different. And on individually, they're not going to do as well as you have a collective, like a wide audience. So TV, they have tons of channels, 500, thousands of channels. They have everything you could possibly ask for because of that variety can reach a wide market. So the reason why things aren't doing too well is because everyone has their own streaming service now like disney plus bbc netflix hulu and then hulu takes things off and then some other person puts it on and then some other person takes it off and puts it you know what i'm saying like remember when uh king of the hill was on netflix and then they took it off
0: i loved it on that then it was on hulu and now
1: it's yeah and it was on hulu and then i think it's still there but they'll probably take it off because they took off south park and (laughs) a whole bunch of other stuff and a bunch of gundam anime so it's like it's just like a revolving like cycle so like some shows will like just be recycled through all the different streaming platforms and then trying to nickel and dime you to like Oh, you got to pay twelve dollars a month here, ten dollars a month here, seven dollars a month here, and then eventually, you know, you're paying like normal cable is like for the badass cable with all the fixins. It's like two hundred a month, and if you have all the subscription services, you'll probably end up paying like three or four hundred a month Damn. if you have all of them. And like even for like video games, it's the same way. Subscription models for. Uh, and, and individual companies have their own subscriptions. And then big corporations like Microsoft and Steam have their own. And then it it's just. It's
0: a matter of time before it, we have microtransaction hospitals.
1: Microtransaction hospitals. Would you like to stay alive, sir? Sorry, your credit card was de- <laughs> declined. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
0: It's dun, like a dun, drama. Dun. Like the a defibrillator will watch. not work until <laughs> you
1: swipe the card. But I only have cash no cash accepted. <laughs> like that I mean that's pretty much how it is already except for instead of asking you if you want to pay five thousand dollars for an ambulance ride they just like make you do it and then you got to pay for it later
0: <laughs> kind of like half ass kidnapping you.
1: <laughs> pretty much like honestly that's kind of what it is because a lot of people like they'll try to refuse that and they're like nah and then they have to pay couple grand for the the ambulance ride another couple thousand for the
0: it reminds me of shameless with frank always having a fucking he's like they know him by name at the hospital he had been there so many times and he's like no i'm not gonna get in the ambulance he's like no he like get out and fight him but then also he wanted to steal all the drugs they had
1: grand theft auto yeah whenever (laughs) you like hurt someone and then the ambulance comes up and then you like take out the ambulance guys and then another ambulance comes That's the, back in Vice City that's how you got infinite money because you just kept killing the ambulance
0: people yeah I definitely did do that for
1: some reason <laughs> it was like the fire it was like the same thing with the fire where you like set the fire truck on fire and another fire truck would show up huh. <laughs> see
0: I, I was more so into stealing the fire trucks and ambulance and then going on missions and, yeah. I guess, saving people. But then I was yeah. like, this is ironic. I stole this and I'm helping people. So I'm a vigilante.
1: Vigilante. I guess that's probably why people want to like reboot stuff. Because they're like, oh, I'm going to bring this back for the people and make a bunch of money and be super cool and nostalgic. And then, you know, then it doesn't do so well. Because whatever. Although, I do like the Rocco's Modern Life reboot. That was really good.
0: Yep, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of Rocco. So I like the too. they
1: They're they're very heady with their jokes and how they're just like making fun of all the social media. Like 90s people like us making fun of like modern people today is awesome.
0: And that's why that show still stands the test of time because it was an accurate depiction of oh, life. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> he was calling all of that like conglomerate and shit. Conglomo, and the own,
1: Toads yeah. and then the, the what was it? The dudes like I'm I'm a girl now. And
0: oh yeah that was uh their 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 son Ralph. Right. Ralph, he, yeah, he made Ralph. the show the fatheads. Yeah. yeah. Ralph the and super then,
1: rich like overworked like animator guy. Yeah.
0: And then they, yeah I like that episode they made because of that what he was like Oh, he wanted to quit, and so he kept trying to find ways fuck to fuck the show up. Yeah, and so he hired Rocco, and then when they made Wacky Deli, and he like <laughs> Wacky Deli, he like yes. overexposed the film one time, and they like it was a hit. And then like he just they just showed the episode where it was just a jar of mayonnaise the whole time, and it like it, people went crazy. And then when they took time to actually work on the show together, it got canceled.
1: See, that's the thing, though reboots are a really good idea. You just have to you have to stay true to the original but uh, deliver it in a modern package and that's exactly what The Invader Zim did and Rocco's Modern Life. So Netflix has a track record of having decent to good reboots. I think it's just going to come down to are, are, is it going to be is good times going to be the original show with like a modern package? Or is just going to be some new bullshit that just has good time slapped uh, on it like Ghostbusters 2016?
0: <laughs> I just think that they just need to look at what they're doing with these shows and the timing and figure out because, yes, a lot of the. The I, I, like, how can you do those jokes in the seventies? How's that uh, like on the play? Oh, you know what they could do? They yeah. could do it like how they did the Brady Bunch, where it was kind of a satire, was making fun of them, for, yeah, for still being <laughs> in that seventies type thing. But everybody else was like living in the modern age. Maybe they could do it that way and it'd be funny. But if they try to be like, oh, it's the seventies and it's back to that, like then to me, then you're stepping into that black dynamite type of thing. And then also you're yeah. being a satire of yourself, yeah. Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite worked as a movie. It was fucking funny as hell. And yeah. it worked as a cartoon. Yeah. But not everything is meant to be a cartoon. Napoleon Dynamite's cartoon didn't work out, but people love the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, the
1: is because that's like a one off situation. You can't like continually tell that story over and over again. Like you like you watch Napoleon Dynamite, the movie, are you gonna watch it like three more times? <laughs> no, you already know what's gonna happen. It's like Memento. It's like as soon as you watch it, like you already know oh the the twists and turns and all that. But if you wait long enough, you'll forget, and then you can watch it and it's like brand new again. It's awesome. I love Memento.
0: <laughs> oh man, I forgot that I remembered that I like this part. <laughs> this I know, so right? Majestic. It's
1: like I related that to the movie. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs>
0: So I think we have one more thing to talk about before we make like a tree and get our asses the hell out of the way.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty good thing to end on. And so if you like beer and you like traveling and you like getting money for doing stuff, you probably already do. Michelob Ultra is offering a new position called the CEO. I definitely like beer. They're the chief exploration officer for a beer company. Makes $50,000 a year, and it's a brand new position.
0: It's crazy. They're going to give you an RV, a van to, to be in, to live in. You can take one person with you. The catch is you have to travel around the country to different national parks and take pictures out in the wilderness, out in nature, but you also have to take picture of the beer. Similar to that guy who's like the whiskey traveler, mm-hmm. it's, it's like that, but with the uh, the Michelob Ultra Gold. And I mean, six months, fifty k to drive around and do that—that's that's that's, that's pretty easy, busy, right?
1: That's like taking pictures. That's easy. That's a, that's not a real job. Come on.
0: But the thing is, you have to have a good sense of direction, so that kind of makes it iffy for me. I have and there's only one eyes. position. Yes. One position. So you can apply the um, Michelob Ultra Gold. Search for that, the contest, to be... You know, they're just going to give it to Bear CEO. Grylls. Like, why, would, <laughs> why
1: are they even wasting their time? Like, just give it to Bear Grylls or something <laughs> like that, and then you're done.
0: Hey... But maybe they're not, and then somebody's going to be lucky enough to get it and then travel out in the world or the country with beer.
1: And then they're going to get eaten by a bear because they're not
0: survivalists.
1: (laughs) They're going to be taking pictures of a beer in front of a cave and a mama bear is just going to run out and eat them.
0: Like, I wonder if they're prepared for that. Are you prepared to get eaten by a bear? If so, please sign up and you can be our CEO. You can be the CEO. <laughs> wink, wink. Why are there claw marks on this RV? You said that no one's lived in it before. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting rid of it. was brand new. They
1: were not the CEO. <laughs> that, that was another position. You, this is a brand new position.
0: Wink, wink. I c I can't. I think the idea of it's cool, but I don't know about trails and mountains and shit. It's just oh,
1: I'd, be, I'd be so for that except for I'd hate make a love ultra, so no, a, I'm not gonna a, take pictures for
0: you. It's just me not having a sense of direction. I went on I went hiking in a trail and um I guess the, near Amarillo, Palo Duro, something like that. And uh, the mountains are the rocks over there and was walking around a trail and got mixed up it took me about 30 40 minutes to figure out where the fuck i was sometimes my brain tells me i'm right and going the right direction even when i'm going the wrong direction and sometimes it tells me i'm going the wrong direction when i'm going the right and the next thing i know i'm 16 miles away from where i'm supposed to be nice so maybe maybe no um maybe no ceo for me but it's nice to dream right I
1: mean, that's what I'm doing with my car. I'm gutting it out so I can turn it into a camper. And that's kind of like the thing I was like already planning on doing. I might end up uh, applying for that, and then maybe uh, they'll pay us to go travel around and do the podcast.
0: That'd be awesome. i want to travel and say shit to people.
1: Yeah, well... What was that that joke? Michelob Ultra, Dragon Fruit Peach, or something <laughs> like that? Is that a real thing? I saw that on a TV show. <laughs> Dragon
0: Fruit Peach—that sounds disgusting.
1: I mean, Michelob Ultra is for like those like basic women that like ah, oh, I can't, I don't want the calories and. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you have to be a real effing alcoholic to care about calories and beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like, think about it. That's messed up. What y'all looking at? Like, what is it? Just water and vodka? And that's it. <laughs> water. Like, I vodka. Th- Bam. I, I,
0: I don't. I like this beer that we have here. I think they make Russian vodka. They make, it's like water. Potatoes mm-hmm. and like the tears of children. Tears of children, <laughs> like the like.
1: What is that? Like Slovakia, like <laughs> Czechoslovakia, like torture prison or something like that. Like, man, that that's a rough life. Potato, like potato whiskey.
0: Potato whiskey. I don't know if I
1: want potato whiskey. Potato whiskey is mixed with the tears of orphans.
0: <laughs> Orphan tear whiskey. So, you like, we're drinking these love streets. I guess that's Houston-y, right? Yeah, the Carbox. The Carbox,
1: cool. I I like 8th Wonder a lot. Uh, Carbox, St. Arnold. I mean, it's my favorite Houston beer, or like, I guess, Texas Buckle Bunny, bitch. Buckle Bunny, yeah. That's a hard one. I, I don't know if I can name my favorite. Brand, I can definitely say my favorite beer overall was like the Eighth Wonder Crystal Weizen, oh. the one they did for Paul Wall. That one actually turned out really. I thought it was gonna be terrible. It was actually really good and pretty decent, honestly.
0: Also enjoyed Crawford Buck. That's nice, but still, overall, I'm I'm all about that buckle buddy. I I like
1: lighter. To like medium beers. And then if I really want to drink, then I'll get like a like a Belgian triple or an IPA or <laughs> something like that. Where it's like the alcohol is it's like ten like, percent or something crazy. <laughs> or four. I've I've seen some like fourteen percent beers and it's literally like drinking
0: a milkshake. It's like shit like try oh, this dark beer once I got from specs, it was like troubadour or some shit like yeah. that. That bitch came in the size of like a wine bottle. Yeah, the no. like, it was like 12 bucks or some shit like that i remember it's like nine to ten percent alcohol and i remember getting that and then making sake bombs with it <laughs> oh my it was, gosh it was it was, it was it was good night mrs robinson wherever you are after that night. <laughs> i don't know
1: if i can get to that level anymore they i get to a hey, point I after. Was young. Like, one or two drinks now an And I'm just like I'm I'm good I and have I, to
0: specifically know That I'm on a mission To be drinking Before I can fully Put myself on the line To drink Normally if I drink It's like maybe like a beer or two And then like I'm cool Like
1: They Like I wonder Are they gonna do cruise ship Are they doing cruise ships now Still with COVID
0: hmm, Because
1: if it. we have to do Social distancing That means less people Ooh. That means more fun On the cruise ship
0: so let's look into that so next time we can inform people about that and we'll get more so into some of my fazey-ass recipes. And I think we got some more technology shit coming up. Oh yeah, we
1: got plenty of stuff to talk about. Got some beautiful Do
0: sports. We're gonna talk to you motherfuckers about the, the nice magical restaurants. You should be eating at to help support the economy and show love and help keep our culture so wonderful and beautifully H-towny. Uh, is there anything else you could think about we can talk about for next week?
1: Yeah, we can talk
0: about Global Glove. Global Glove.
1: That's the next sponsor.
0: What in the factory made fuck is that? Well, we'll
1: just have to see for next time.
0: Okay. What a wonderful group of sponsors we have. <laughs> 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 it's t- <laughs> For me, Switzerland Monroe. And Ripley with an eye. We'll see you next time. Have a good time. Uh, I'll tell you a bunch of stuff. Whatever. Peace, bitch. Adios.
1: Getty Sketty here for Scandinavian Recycling Company, Leaf Ericson. Bring us your people. You're old, you're tired, you're weak Scandinavians. We recycle them good for you. org. <laughs> That's
0: all you need.